The test will begin on the word start. On your mark, get ready, start. Welcome to We Regret to Inform You, a college admissions podcast by students for students. I'm Saad. I'm Justin. And I'm Connor. This week, uh, we will be talking about ACT and SAT dates and how to prepare and what times you need to take them to not be late for your deadlines. This week is also officially off the cuff week. So Yeah. Um, basically, what we're doing this week is uh, we are going to have a little bit of a three-week, I believe, hiatus after this because someone's going on vacation. So, basically, um, we just decided that we need to, to record... Not not month. three week. It'll be a one-week hiatus, but we've had oh, a two-week hiatus, hiatus since the last episode. It'll be like a week and a half, man. I don't know. Either okay. way, he's going right. on a vacation. We're going to record. Yep. Alright, I mean, okay. So we're going to have a little bit of a hiatus, so we just decided to record this podcast instead of having a super, super long hiatus. So we'll be back soon, but we just decided that we need to get this episode out. So this week uh, we are going to be talking about standardized testing. Um, I know this is kind of late for standardized testing, but there are tons of test dates still coming up. Um, All the way, actually, um, for... Tons of standardized test dates coming up that you can still register for and take if you still need to get those done or improve your scores. So uh, first we're going to start off by talking about the upcoming dates that you can possibly register for. Um, Starting with one coming up very soon. You should actually be ready for The ACT? I'm going to start with the ACT test dates. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so the... Registration dates have already passed for this one, which is the July 14th one. Or no, actually, the number of registration date is tomorrow, uh, June 15th for a July 14th. But you can still register. ACT. You'll buy, just have register. to pay like $20. You have to pay by, by the time this episode comes out, you will have to pay extra money. Yeah, so. so you'll have to pay extra. The registration deadline is a June 22nd for a July 14th ACT. After the July 14th ACT, there is one, um, I, I think in August, but I don't have the date for that. There's one September 8th, uh, at the end of October, one in December, and that'll be the last one that you should take. So um, for remember, for the ACT, the last one that you should take before EDing is probably September 1 for early admissions. So Yeah, so just remember... Uh, if you're applying early decision, the last possible test date you can take it in is November. No, for October, but October for, for ACT, ACT November for SAT. But we recommend you get it done beforehand, so you're not like you didn't get like a 200, and you're like scrambling to get a test score out. So just yeah, you, the last date you can take it is in a couple months. Yeah, so take thing on the college, you want to take it like a, at least a month before your stuff is due. <laughs> So for yeah. early decision, that would be November. Or yeah. That would be October. At the beginning of October, you would want to have it done. So um, just remember, like, the one-month rule. SAT has one at the beginning of every month from here until November as well, or December as well. Um, so the last day for um, regular decision would be 
at the beginning of December. The last day for early decision would be at the beginning of October. Basically, basically our recommendation is that uh, you take the ACT in July and SAT in August if you haven't yet, but obviously there exist dates past that in case for some reason you can't do those two. But those would be the two best if you just happen to have not taken it yet. And also, it's super. It's also important to note that it's also important to note that the SAT subject tests. Not every single one is offered every single time. So, if you want to take a specific SAT subject test, you need to make sure that you find which dates that's offered on, and make sure you register for that in advance. And also remember that you cannot take the SAT and the SAT subject tests on the same day. Yeah, you can only and all they are scheduled on the same day, but they will not let you take them on the what, same day. You can only take what two subject tests? You can three. only take you two can subject take tests. Three. Three. No, okay. you can take three. I took uh, math two, U.S. history, and physics all on the same day. Yeah, but you don't want to do that. I I mean, it's ideal to it spread depends. them out, but yeah, you can you wanna, take you them all. You want to take them right after the class, but obviously. Yeah, I I mean, for me, I took uh, I I finished all those classes this year, so I was just like, okay, I'm gonna take the subject tests. Hopefully I did well. I don't know until July. Also, uh, if you take the Hebrew subject test, please comment because I don't know why that's even a subject test. <laughs> I looked it up on, on the SAT subreddit and the top comment on the discussion was, does anyone even take this test? And it had like three upvotes. So you know, maybe, please maybe comment you if you the take curve. the Hebrew subject test. Yeah, maybe you take. Maybe you set the curve if you take it, so you automatically win <laughs> Maybe, yeah. maybe they have a version of the original Bible and they just want to read it, <laughs> like literally, the first Bible. Nobody knows. Yeah, it's the first Bible, and we haven't actually translated it yet, so we need some Hebrew stuff. No. <laughs> All right, that that was the reason I was participating in this. But I just want to take okay. the Hebrew subject tests. So. What, what what's the next topic? Uh, how to prepare for how, these? Yeah, how basically? should you even, how should how should you prepare, Connor? How, how should prepare you prepare for these subject tests? Um, subject tests basically. Uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but my advice: um, take a full year course in the subject test, and then take the subject test um, either right after finishing the class or right before finishing the class. Uh, for me, basically. Uh, my classes don't finish until June 22nd, and I um, the SAT subject test dates were obviously earlier in June, so I kind of had to take it while um, we were still learning. But uh, luckily, in the AP classes, we had already finished the AP curriculum, so that was fine. And uh, math, too, I had already been studying for. Okay, so... so and also, take practice um, tests. Yeah. Yes. Practice tests are a very good gauge. Question for you, Connor. Yeah. Did you take AP Physics? Uh, I took AP Physics 1. I'm taking AP Physics you, 2 next year. Okay. Did you take – when you took AP Physics, Yep. Um, did you take the AP Physics test? Are you going to ask me about the AP Physics test? <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Did okay, you take, okay. Did you take the AP exam? For yes, I did. Physics? I did. Okay. Compared to the SAT subject test, how do you think they compare? Which one's easier? Were they about the same? So the – the 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 AP exam has a lot more esoteric questions because you're expected to know less material but more in depth, and then the SAT two physics test is more straightforward, but you have to know a lot more content. So, for example, on the SAT uh, on the SAT subject test for physics, there was one question about um, calculating 
uh, the interference of light in a double slit experiment, and you had to um, do some sort of calculation to figure out an exact answer. I did just I just did not know how to do that. Um, but that type of um, calculation thing is pretty much what you'll be seeing on the um, SAT subject test. There's some calculations. There's a bunch of easy understanding questions. There's even some history questions about. Um, there was one about Einstein or something. Um, yeah. But uh, then on the AP, yeah, yeah, go for it. Can I just kind of like sum up kind of what you're saying is that Mm -hmm. basically the AP test is more nuanced. The AP test is definitely more nuanced. They, they, they will try to trick you on the AP test. And for anybody wondering what esoteric means, it's (laughs) intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with specialized knowledge or interest. Okay. So (laughs) basically how to prepare, how should we prepare? For these tests, Connor. Uh, How should we so, study, for example? Um, physics subject test or other subject tests in general. In general, uh, for every, in for general for subject tests. Um, my friends and I, what we would commonly do is um, just buy a practice book, and don't buy the uh, book that is for the AP exam. Specifically, buy it for the SAT subject test because they're very different beasts. Um, just, Sounds like a really fun group of friends you got there. Come yeah, on. it's great. <laughs> take take a look through it. Um, do the practice tests in it, and um, honestly, as long as you understand uh, the wide breadth of material at a basic level, you should be able to do fine on the subject tests for most any subject. Justin, how important are certain scores? How important are your SAT and ACT scores versus your subject test scores versus your writing scores? It really depends on the school. So um, something that's really good to look up is the common data set, and that'll have all that information in it. Some schools don't publish this, but most do. And it'll literally tell you, like, how they consider this. Like, it's something published by the admissions office, and they'll say, so how important, um, like, there's, there's a box where it says, how important is the SAT subject tests? Um, it'll say considered or very important or not considered at all. And then you you can tell directly from the common data yeah. set whether it's So what you want to do is like, if you want to go to UChicago, you search UC Chicago, common data set. Actually, I, I, and think, then, that's, I think that's an exception. I don't know if they publish theirs. Okay. There's, there's, using, a couple college, there's a couple colleges that don't actually publish their data sets. All right, UT Austin. UT Austin, I was just looking at this one. UT Austin common data set. You search yeah. that, so, it'll pull up a site with a bunch of PDFs, depending on the year you're talking about, yeah. choose the most recent year. Maybe, it'll have yeah. like, it'll have a 40 page long thing. You might want to skim it and you can get to a point where they talk about in that certain like graduating year, what qualities of an application they considered. Yeah. So, so, I mean, there's, there's questions. It'll be like, is it in, is your race considered? And it'll tell you that is your, um, your status, your religion considered. I'll tell you that there, there are tons of categories that will tell you, like directly upfront, not with any statistics, not anything hard to understand. It's just upfront, like yeah. Is it considered? It'll tell you. It'll tell you whether it's required, considered, recommended, or just not considered at all. Yeah, and and some of these common data sets, like the the importance of these cannot be overstated. Even yeah. even for just the the testing, really, but not even just. This applies to everything. It's important like, for everything. So you go everything the from your GPA to your class rank. Yeah. Like if you look at UT Austin, your class rank is required, but your GPA isn't considered at all. So those are important things to know when you're applying to a college. You want to know what exactly they consider, so require, Dame. and recommend for your school. 
Yeah, so not even just the UT Austin. That's not that's not even just an outlier. Tons of schools have really important things that you can only learn from the common data set. So, for example, in Notre Dame, um, the only thing that is considered very important, which is the highest, um, the most important category, very important, the only thing that's considered very important is the rigor of secondary school record. There are tons of things that are important. Almost everything is important to them. But the rigor of secondary school record is very important. So that kind of tells you how much they consider so you need to be taking if you want to go to Notre Dame you need to be taking the hardest school the hardest classes that they that you can possibly take because that's what Notre Dame looks at so uh, some there are some colleges that require the subject test there are not very many of them at all uh, some colleges like Caltech Harvey Mudd and MIT they just outright require you to have two subject tests they often recommend what tests you take for those specific colleges so it'll probably be like the math 2 and like a science like biology or chemistry uh, some of the schools like Cornell, for example, require you to submit, uh, to take SAT subject tests if you're doing arts, sciences, or engineering. So just look up your specific school. Yeah. More than likely, it won't require you to take a subject test, but a lot, a lot of them... schools also re- recommend it. Yeah, a lot of schools <laughs> recommend it, but the, not a lot of them require The importance of recommended things is, is heavily debated. I'm not going to weigh in on that debate because I don't know. But, for example, Brown says that they recommend SAT subject tests. And quick shout-out, if you're going into a STEM field and you're trying to decide which subject test to take, even if your university doesn't require you to take Math 2, uh, one of the subject tests that you take should be Math 2, just because like every university is going to want to be able to yeah. see and compare your math skills. So, Speaking of things that colleges consider important or not at all, uh, one of those major things that schools consider is the writing portion. So most of the schools that we looked at said, you know, we don't consider the, the writing portion at all or we barely consider it. But um, there are a couple schools, for example, Brown, that use it to actually consider whether or not you are a good applicant. So, If I remember correctly, there are actually quite a lot of schools that require you to have a writing test. Like, right. Lots it's of required. schools require you to have a writing, but lots of, lots of them don't use it to, lots of them don't use it for actual, um, lots, of, lots of the schools don't actually use it to decide whether or not you'll be admitted. They use it for placement or for verifying that your writing skills actually match up to um, what you got in their essay. So it's sort of like they either use it as a verification check for your essay that you submitted um, for admission or they don't use it at all. Uh, An important note, because if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are applying here. All of the University of California schools, they require the ACT or SAT you submit to have a writing on it. Even if you submit one with a writing and without a writing, they will not consider the one without a writing. The only ACT or SAT score they they consider is one you took with a writing. So make sure you have a high SAT score with a good writing score. This is perhaps more of a personal thing, but can I get like a source on where it says that Brown heavily considers your ACT their, or SAT writing they, score? They don't. They don't heavily consider it, but they do consider it an admission. So not many schools consider it an admission, but Brown. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's in the common it's in their common data set that they consider it an admission. I don't know if they consider it heavily because that, I, I'm on their common data set right, right now, and um, there there's a portion called uh, section C nine where it uh, lists all of the like average or median uh, SAT and ACT scores. And it's it, not it's not in there. They don't they don't. You have to scroll up more. So okay. scroll up to C eight C. Okay. Okay. So scroll up to C eight C. 
Yeah. So the so for the SAT writing, they there there are a few categories for admission, for placement, for advising, and placement ah. essay, check on an application essay. No college policy as of now, or they don't use it. All right. So the common data set is super important. Uh, look at them. Thank you. Yes. They are the most important thing that you can look at for the schools <laughs> that you're applying to. All right, guys. What's the next topic? News. Let's talk about some college admissions news. Uh, so U, U Chicago, or as we affectionately call it, UC Chicago, of is course. now test optional. You do Holy not have crap. to submit and, and a test. And they no longer consider the interview. So they no longer amazing. consider the interview. So U Chicago is now test optional. And we're we still know. not getting in. We have no clue what that means. We, yeah. <laughs> On that note, this podcast is now content optional. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we have I, nothing I to what, talk about this. What could that mean? Could <laughs> that Our next mean? episode will be 20 minutes of silence. <laughs> no, it won't. We promise. So He does. The rest we, of us yeah, don't. Nobody should, really should knows up, what going test optional means. Theories it could... about what this means? Because there's a lot of people on the subreddit talking about so, how okay. that they want to so, decrease so their admissions percentage. There's a few things going around. People think that it's all a scam to try to reduce their application uh, or mm-hmm. their admission percent. There's some people that say, well, it, historically, col- colleges that go test optional only increase their applications by about 5%, so it wouldn't really matter. Also, the U.S. News ranking only considers um, selectivity as like 1% of their um, formula, so why would that, why would they, con- you know, why would they try to reduce their application percentage mm-hmm. um and then there's other people that say well disadvantaged people are disadvantaged by the sat act like poor people um underrepresented minorities are also disadvantaged by it because they don't have the same amount of money to be able to afford the act act or something like that so i don't know we don't i, think, know I mean there are situations uh where people from low-income situations can only afford to take the test that's like not, once that doesn't make sense that doesn't make any sense actually that does not what? make any sense to me because what? there's there's fee waivers yeah there is fee waivers you can have what like does it three, waive the entire cost you have three fee waivers <laughs> plus uh if they don't have the test then low income students don't really have that much else because they don't have as many like opportunities but, to do other stuff as higher income students do but do fee waivers work like a hundred percent of the time? If someone applies for a fee waiver and they actually need it, do they actually get it? I, I mean, I, th- th- this is more of like a. I guess this isn't on the on topic anymore. I don't know. I don't know because I've never had to use a fee waiver. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, there's a whole list of benefits that you get for using a fee waiver. So you get two free SATs, six free SAT subject tests, two free QASs. Unlimited school reports, waived application fees at lots of colleges, free CSS application profile, fee reductions for score verification. And free full ride to UC Chicago. <laughs> well, everybody gets a free – if like if you're not applying for financial aid, that doesn't make sense. Even if, <laughs> even if you know you're going to get denied, like you might as well yeah. apply. So basically, um, this episode summarized. So uh, take it off. I, I have more things to add. Okay. So I made a post. I made a post on the subreddit uh, a day or two ago that was students who were rejected from every college they applied to. What did you end up doing? And what I learned from this is just a very important bit of information that I like to pass on to the rest of you. Make sure you have a safety school that you want Not to go safeties. to. 
make sure you apply to schools where you know you have a great shot of getting into where you make sure you have safety schools and backup schools both schools where you have an above 80 percent chance and schools where you have a 100 percent chance of getting into find a school that you love but also that you love that you love but also that you can get into that you know that you'll be able to get into that school that but you love it so you would want to go there so that you're not disappointed when inevitably certain schools reject you because that's what happens it's the name of our podcast if the only reason you aren't applying it's a sad to, truth if the only reason you aren't applying to your state school is because of the prestige and you like it otherwise and it you feel like you're you should go to a more prestigious university apply to your state school as a safety because you'll not, probably do, not even just your state school apply to local schools yeah because yeah. apply to regional schools you're doing it wrong if you don't thanks for listening to we regret to inform you We'll be back in like a, a week or two with an actual <laughs> plan podcast. Like let me let me plug my website real quick: uh, ethicalmindtoday.com. It's mm-hmm. about philosophy, moral philosophy, and ethics in today's world. Uh, I'm yeah. also gonna pl- I'm also gonna plug a website. Um, I'm making one. It's called kmgs.co. It's not actually up yet, but I bought the domain name and it's going up this summer. So yeah, I'll I'll, pl- I'll plug our website. Oh oh yeah. That too. That too. I'll, I'll go ahead and plug our website, which can is we, rtiypodcast.weebly.com, and our Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash rtiypodcast. And also, we'd like to run an idea by you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're thinking of a new segment. We don't know whether it's going to be a segment or its own episode, although based on how many ideas we have for episodes, we'll probably make it its own episode, mm-hmm. uh, called We Regret to Profile. Which Didn't we do this last time? No, we did. Uh, we told it to the subreddit. Oh, we so we have a new segment called "We Regret to Profile," which admittedly sounds like the life story of colleges using affirmative action, but whatever. Which is still but um, tis. <laughs> so we have a new uh, segment called "We Regret to Profile," in which we will essentially create profiles of colleges. And no, we will not be doing IVs because everybody knows everything about every IV. We will be doing state schools and underrated schools. What about Brown? Yeah, we will do it. No. doing Brown. <laughs> yeah, we will be doing Brown. So. You are being vetoed on Brown. Yeah, we will be doing it. Brown. We will be doing Brown. All right. So each of us have thirty-three percent stake in this operation. You have been overruled. Yeah. No, I have fifty. You each have twenty-five. No, <laughs> okay. In which case, it still does not matter. We, we each have thirty, and Lemon has ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lemon. Okay. Sure. We bought uh, Lemon out. So. <laughs> Okay, okay. Anyway. Okay. Let me, let, me, let me explain later. this, please, before somebody comes into my room. We should, we should discard this whole episode. We'll discard most of this episode, yes. No. Okay. Keep it so, all in. Call it We we're Regret making... to Uncut. <laughs> <laughs> Call it X-rated We Regret to Uncut. <laughs> Untamed so, and Uncut. Okay, um, thanks for listening. We'll see you. Uh, no, 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 no. I have, to, I have to actually... Talk about our new thing. Make sure you mention Brown because you got overruled. Make sure you, make sure you say that you got. Make sure you say that we're gonna profile Brown because you got overruled by Justin and. Kyle. Yes. Actually, say my full name, Justin Peterson. Make sure you say my full. Also, name. we're renaming this podcast to Brown University Regrets to Inform You. So. Yes. That's also a okay. So. So uh, we'd also like to talk about one of our new segments on the podcast which we'll be rolling out hopefully on our next one, which is called We Regret to Profile, in which we essentially create profiles of colleges. 
No, we, no, we will not be doing IVs except for Brown because Connor and Justin have overridden me on that decision. Uh, but we will be uh, making profiles on, you know, the admissions difficulty and the, the culture, uh, all the different aspects that you consider when you're going into a college, you know, location, the city, all that kind of stuff. We'll be creating concise, comprehensive profiles on those colleges so you have an easier time looking. Thanks for listening to We Regret to Inform You. Check out the websites that we said. So ethicalmindtoday.com. What is it? rtiy.weebly.com. And kmgs.co. Patreon.com slash rtiypod.